Hey, this is HK Perrin, and you're listening to Echoplex Radio. We play music submitted by local Bay Area artists. Hello, how the tech are you? This is our weekly tech show on Echoplex Media. We talk about tech news, science news, whatever tech and science stuff we feel like talking about. I am historian Matt. Uh, usually, I don't know, I talk about all sorts of tech and science stuff and whatever I feel like doing today. Um, and today I have only one story that, uh, is kind of, uh, out there, um, and related to some movies that came out recently that have been very popular, but basically, uh, found out the, that the IMAX, you know, is not really a cutting edge technology anymore. Um, so I'll go into detail on what exactly is going on with that. Uh, HK is out on an adventure as he does often. So, uh, Dave, what do you got? I'm Dave. I am uh, the producer of this and I guess all of the shows here at Echoplex Media. And this is uh, my last How the Tech Are You from this current studio. The next time I will probably have bisexual lighting behind me. If you know what that is, <laughs> then you are terminally online. Uh, this week I'm going to be talking about uh, Google ending uh, some support for Android 4.4, which is kind of shocking that they were still supporting that. We got the Stanford Internet Observatory with some bad, bad news about Mastodon. And, of course, we're going to talk about Twitter becoming X because graphic design is and has always been my passion. <laughs> all right, Matt, what do you got? What do you got here? All right. Well, I'm glad, first of all, that you have uh, more stories than I do. I was in a little trouble finding stuff. So, But my first story is, and only story, is IMAX is not so cutting-edge technology. And what, I'm, what am I talking about? Well, basically the release of the 70 millimeter IMAX version of Oppenheimer, uh, the uh, IMAX theaters had to, or IMAX now is basically having to emulate a Palm Pilot M130. This is a, the M130 uh, was a PDA that came out in 2002. And apparently it, that was about the time that the IMAX projectors were developed. And it, you know, people thought that it would be a really good way to actually control the projectors, use this little Palm Pilot. And that's great and all, except they don't, they're not made anymore and nobody's actually updated the IMAX projectors. So to, to deal with that, since they can't get these PDAs anymore, they've actually had to, you know, set up an emulator for that uh, Palm Pilot for the M130. And um, yeah, I mean, that's basically uh, what's going on. It's kind of funny that they, they had to use this old hardware. And so you'd think, oh, well, that's like over 20 years old now. Uh, why don't they just update it? And basically, IMAX theaters, they're not super popular anymore. I mean, they used to be a lot more popular in the past. But um, yeah, people aren't going to them you know, for their crazy 3D and, and big screens anymore. So they really don't have the money or kind of the incentive to actually update it. So they're just going to sit here and emulate a 20-year-old PDA to uh, run these these movies from now on. <laughs> what do you think, Dave? I'm curious. Are they are they is it connected to the the system wirelessly, or is there like also some like obscure cable that they have to keep buying on eBay and find some adapter <laughs> to plug it into whatever they're emulating? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm guessing it's wirelessly connected. Uh, Man, I, I can't imagine if it was wired because they, they they don't have the PDAs anymore. They're using like right. That's what I'm um, thinking is like there's tablet or something. I mean, have you ever had to track down like an obscure cable? 
I mean, I have in the past. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> imagine if, imagine if, like your your theater showing of Oppenheimer depended on you finding a USB to Palm Pilot adapter yeah. for your emulator. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So yeah, <laughs> that's why I have this really big like box you know like crate thing every 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 person just cables like every cable like when i stop using the hardware that went with the cable i keep the cable <laughs> you know yeah. throughout the other hardware always keep the cable and it's 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 nice to have that too in case your friend has some obscure device and you're like oh what's the what's the volt and amps yeah yeah really and you go okay because i used to do this and i'll do it again when i move i used to have them all like wound up and kind of separated by type like yeah. wall warts and uh, laptop type power adapters and stuff, yeah. but it got all it got all fucked up during this last move because the last move was a, you know, sometimes when you move it's not it's not as organized as you'd like it to be. I yep. I think that the other thing the other problem maybe with IMAX though is that the regular uh, projection has also kind of come a long way, and so like the screens aren't as big as IMAX, but like you know, I, I went to a movie theater like right before COVID and I was like, Whoa, I was like, cause I, I not really a movie person. I was like, the picture is yeah. like a lot sharper and there's like a lot more contrast. And I feel yeah. like maybe the reason that one of the reasons IMAX isn't so popular is that the experience of just your regular theater is improved. Yeah. So I much. think that's a big difference. It, you know, IMAX used to be the place you go for the, like the good 3d, but now like all the theaters have some 3d type stuff set up. Uh, so it's now it's just like a bigger screen maybe and sound system. Is the even the sound, for it. even the sound at just the regular movie theater, it was pretty good. Yeah. Like, yeah, I do remember the sound like back in the day. Sometimes the sound you could be like, oh, there's blown speakers and stuff in here. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like maybe the the maybe they, uh, well, the quality of speakers has improved too. So they probably have better systems where you just don't blow the speakers. But that's fun. That's pretty cool. I I'm glad they are uh, keeping the Palm Pilot alive. Yeah. Well, it's not really alive. <laughs> it's, it's zombified as an emulator, but yeah, it's still around. Um, the article, I think that I had the link for it. They had pictures of it in there um, of the, the emulation. Yeah. I popped it's, that up on the screen for a second. Okay, good. It's exactly what you thought. I, I look at the notes when I'm reading it. So I don't see everything. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. What do you, uh, what do you got? Well, this week I got three stories, which is weird because I usually only have two, but that's good because yeah. you only had one. So, well, you know, it all, it all works out. Works well out here. <laughs> um, my first one is uh, Google Play is ending support for Android uh, 4.4 KitKat, which I was like, they still support Android 4.4 <laughs> KitKat? I was like, what? And then, then I like thought about it and I'm like, well, it's not like for your phone, right? Uh, Android's on like a lot of embedded devices and, and whatnot. Yeah. So that's probably what it's for. Um, KitKat is below 1% of the, uh, the devices, uh, that are running Android. So it's not that big a deal. Like I said, I was just kind of surprised that it's, uh, was still being supported. I don't know, Matt, do you have any Android 4.4 devices? Not that I know of, but I feel like even though it's like less than 1%, if you're that one person that's still using it on some embedded thing, uh, you're, <laughs> you're not going to be happy. <laughs> Well, to be, to be clear, it's just, the, it's just the play services support. So if it's on yeah. an embedded device, like a, um, like basically an appliance, you probably maybe don't even know that it's running Android. That's true. Yeah. Just like everybody uses Linux all the time and they have no idea they're using it because it's like on your inner, your, your, all of your, all your stuff runs it. It's so that I'm yeah. sure it's, it's one of those things. 
Um, Wasn't like the play services at some point they uh, integrated it more into the the OS. So like you have to have it for like, even though you're, you don't think you're using it, like, or if you're using just some app, it's actually still using the services for something. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. But I don't, but I don't, uh, ending support probably just means no new, no new updates. I don't think that it means that yeah, they're, they're ripping true. it off these devices. Yeah. But that means these devices yeah. are going to, these devices are just going to get more insecure. Right. Because, you know, without updates, the um, you know, there's no perfect, you know, you're a software engineer. There's no perfect code, except for maybe yours. If they should write it all in <laughs> Lisp or whatever. Um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, the, what they, one of the things they did with play services that's actually really smart, though, is they're able to update some, like, components of the underlying operating system via updates of play services so that even if your vendor doesn't update the os they're able to patch some security stuff that way so that's actually pretty smart yeah. that might have been one of the things that you heard about and that's why it's more deeply um yeah it has to be obviously more deeply integrated into the operating system for that to be the case right okay. so my next story not great not great the uh, internet observatory uh is they did a, a scan of Mastodon servers of the 25 most popular Mastodon servers and found over a hundred instances of CSAM as child sexual abuse material. Um, they scanned the 25 most popular, uh, in, in Mastodon instances, found over a hundred, uh, images or videos across 325,000 posts, over 700 related hashtags and over a thousand posts pointing to CSAM on other websites. Um, here's a quote from, Here's a quote from um, David Teal, no relation, I hope. He's one of the researchers. He said, we got more uh, photo DNA hits in a two-day period than we've probably had in our entire history of our organization of doing any kind of social media analysis, and it's not even close. Uh, David Teal, one of the researchers, said in a statement of the Washington Post, it's, a lot of it is just a result of what seems to be a lack of tooling that centralized media platforms use to address child safety concerns. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of a, a problem with federated open source and federated systems. They don't often don't have the money or power to like do the scans necessary, right? To, to root out that sort of thing. Um, I think, oh God. What? Go ahead. I was going to say I, what they do with the federated service right now is like, they just basically say, don't post this stuff. And they, and if they see you do it, you'll get kicked off. And that's assuming that the, the server is, you know, a good server, right? If that you'll, makes you'll sense. You'll get kicked off and hopefully the person who runs the server contacts law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, so the way they, I looked into this a little bit for another thing we were covering because, uh, we talked a lot about, um, QAnon, uh, on our other yeah. shows. And so <clears throat> people, this, this stuff comes up a lot in those discussions. And so I looked it up. I was like, are people looking through this stuff and they have to sit there and look at this stuff all day? No, that's actually no. just hashes of the images and uh, they use uh, machine learning to find them. And the researchers are rarely, if ever exposed to the imagery. So that's at least good right. because you don't want, you know, you don't want these researchers being exposed to this imagery. They'll quit. <laughs> like, yeah. Then there won't be people doing research on this kind of stuff. It is bad, but if I feel like if there are uh, tools that can kind of look for the hashes and look for the signatures of these images, I feel like I feel like the Mastodon community um, can probably implement this. And they with this finding this out, uh, they should. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, so um, hopefully, yeah, the scans, they, they notify those servers and it'll be interesting to happen, see what happens if they notify all the servers about these bad actors and if they actually get uh, kicked off and scan later and it's you know, greatly improved or not. Um, I imagine that the server operators were notified. There was something, there was, there was some mention yeah. of it in the article and one of the server operators did like get rid of the people, but yeah, they, you know, they talked to him and, uh, he said, you know, I do this in my spare time. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, this is a big responsibility. You know, he seemed pretty cool. He was like, you know, grateful that they brought this to his attention and clearly didn't want this stuff on his server. Right. But that you right. That's, that's going to be one of the problems because like, you know, my name's technically on a Mastodon server. I'm one of the admins for it. And I, yeah. if somebody's posting something like that right now, I would have no fucking way to know. Yeah. I, um, I don't know if I'm on this <laughs> that server as a moderator or not, but, uh, or an admin, but, um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm real bad on the Mastodon thing because, uh, I have, uh, so many people that I'm following that I can't even go to like any of the streams, you know, it's just, blur you know blurring with stuff going <laughs> i would never never see it so uh yeah i don't know what to say well hopefully they get this worked out because i do like Ma i do like mastodon i'm i'll cop to not using it as much and certainly not spending as much time as i should maybe taking a look around our own server for moderation purposes but yeah also like i looked at the user list and i think we know almost everybody on there like, i think either, we do yeah. either either through like the the twitch community or like some of them are clearly friends of HKs. Some of them yeah. are clearly my friends. Yeah. There's only, there's only a few randoms on there who I don't like at least look familiar to me, but yeah, it's like some of them, they have names and like that could be a friend or it might be somebody random. You don't know. Right. <laughs> uh, but I use Mastodon pretty regularly. I set up a, um, a scheduler for posting. I did, uh, accidentally run it out when, uh, I went on vacation for a while. I just, couldn't keep up, you know, it takes me a while to update the scheduler, but then I do it like for a whole week, but I'm back up and running. I got a, a good number of followers now. So I use it reg regularly. I've, it's been my best, uh, uh, social network so far for me. Yeah. In terms I'll, of I'll, just well, reach and everything. And a lot of people are kind of passionate about it and care about it. That's what I noticed when I first got there was yeah. like when everybody started joining, basically when the first time, basically the first wave. And that's right. Like right when we put up our server was right after the first wave, basically of people leaving Twitter or people yeah. talking about how they had to get off Twitter. And one of the things I noticed is that there were just a lot of people on there who were real passionate about the community and sort of like, here's how things work here. It's different than Twitter. Please don't snipe at people. We don't have quote tweets because we don't want to be dogpiling people here. You know, we're here to, we're here to have like, you know, good conversations and learn things. And I was like, Whoa. And I just saw so many of those posts. I was like, like, this is different. And there's so many people that care, that seem to care about the the service. And I, I just hope that maybe this, maybe this, this particular instance was just a, a bad, you know, a bad time where moderators were asleep at the wheel. But if this continues to happen, this service is going to get the reputation. Yeah. And if you get that reputation, your service is cooked. Nobody's going to yeah. want to be on the CSAM website, <laughs> even if their friend runs the server. True. So we got one last thing. And, um, well, graphic design <laughs> is my passion. And that's why I took a screenshot of the new logo for X, which is what Twitter used to be. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just saw it. I was checking out some of my posts and realized that the the you know, logo changed on the website already. And it okay. I don't know what to say. <laughs> He's like, give me an X, but with like a like a like some I don't know, like a weird parallelogram as one of the Yeah. <laughs> in the middle. No. Somebody said that somebody just like tweeted that to him. <laughs> uh, and so he used it as a logo or something. I don't know if that's true. Somebody said it looks I, a little bit like the uh, X, like the X Windows logo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, so, didn't he like before he joined uh, PayPal? He had the website. It was like called X or something. That was X. Uh, com, his, yeah. yeah. Okay. So is that basically he's trying to bring that back with Twitter? Hmm. Okay. So he wanted to rebrand PayPal as X.com and he leaned so hard into that, that the board kicked him off the, kicked him out as CEO at PayPal and replaced him with a equally ghoulish Peter Thiel. Yeah. And now they're friendos because yeah. they're both monsters. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. So this is going to be interesting because people are going to be like, I was on X the other day and I'd be like, I didn't know you did ecstasy. <laughs> they're like, yeah. no, the website. And then people yeah. are like, X.com sounds like it would be a, 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 a pornography website. So, yeah, yes, definitely. <laughs> and I'm surprised it isn't. Yeah. I mean, nudity is uh, allowed on Twitter, guess, but that's not, a, still not a pornography website. I, yeah. It's just, it, I saw it and I was like, this is the ugliest that why, like, whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, did he. I feel I'm starting to feel like he bought this thing just to destroy it. Right. It does seem like it because this is the only place in the world where people could clap back at him basically. Right. And so he bought it to destroy it. Who knows though? Maybe this change will be for the better or maybe we'll just see another giant exodus of people because now that <laughs> like say what you want. The bird logo was kind of cute, right? Like getting rid of that bird yeah, logo was really stupid. Yeah. It was uh, it was a good logo. Yeah, it so, was, it was for, simple. For that service. Simple. They they've you know they they've got rid of the logo, changed it to next, but they haven't changed the name of Twitter yet. It's still Twitter. So now it just doesn't make any sense. Oh, it's going to be he has the domain x.com. I think he's probably going to switch it over. I think he's yeah. probably going to switch it. Yeah, it's probably going to Twitter's probably going to redirect to x.com. Yeah. This is all really Isn't he going to like start doing payment services on it or something? Yeah, that's what I want is for Elon must have my credit card information. <laughs> that's right. That's what I'm uh, like, I won't use, um, I won't like people are like, uh, if, you know, when I was like, you know, some like, I, you know, I'd be like, oh, um, you know, if you, you pay for, you know, I'll pay for half of delivery or whatever. And then somebody would be like, oh, just send me the money on Facebook. I'd be like, I'll send you the money any other way. <laughs> exactly. Those that's kind of how I am with PayPal. Um, that's a whole other issue. Oh, really? Because that's the that, uh, strangely enough, the that's one of the ones I trust. I've been, but I've been using PayPal for like business for such a long time. Yeah, like I understand how well, it works, and I, if something goes wrong, I know like what to say. Yeah, when you call them. Fair enough. I've uh, been apparently banned for life from PayPal. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's not, very not weird. really for. That's because back when I was, you know, back in the day, I was doing crypto sales, but this was like way back in the day, you know? Um, and it, they didn't actually have anything in their terms of service, whether or not to do it. But most people thought 
they wouldn't like it, <laughs> but we did it. So we did it anyways. And then I thought, oh, they're just going to tell me not to do it anymore. And I'm like, I'll be like, okay, I won't do it anymore. And like, nope, permanent ban. Now they sell crypto on there. Yep, they do. The one, the one that's, um, and I know this is a little off topic and we'll, we'll, we'll end this show pretty soon. The one that's pissing me off now is Venmo, even though I've like, all, I've basically not used it. Like, yeah. I don't use it. Like, I think I've yeah. sent, I think I've sent chip 50 bucks once or something yeah. on there. Um, they're like trying to require me to get a business account. Why? I don't know. I like, I emailed them. I'm like, why are you asking me to do a bit to get a business account? I'm not even doing personal business on Venmo. I just have yeah. it in case this is how someone wants to pay me. I think it might be because my at is, it looks like a media company. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's at, yeah, it's at, uh, well, I'm not going to say it, but it looks like, well, now everybody knows what it is anyway. Don't re- you don't request money from me on Venmo because you you can't scam me on there because I can't even connect my bank account to it now because they want me to get a business <laughs> account. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna show my Venmo info, but uh, before I moved, I sold a bunch of stuff, and they the person some of the people that I you know sold stuff to they paid uh, with Venmo, and I just realized recently that I still had most of that money in Venmo, <laughs> so I've been trying to pay it out because it's almost like free money, you know, found money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I've been selling some stuff too. Cause like, I don't need, like, I, I don't, I don't need, like I got rid of a bunch of audio equipment, right? Because I just yeah. don't need it. People have been paying cash. Nice. Or Zelle. I really like Zelle because it just shows up in your bank account. Like right yeah. now. I don't really like sending stuff in Zelle, but I have a lot of stuff that a lot of places require Zelle. So if it's, uh, if you're sending it, like the thing I don't like about Zell is the first time you send, you're like, oh, this better be the right person. Exactly. That's my issue. So like, that's it's not real clear that you're connected to the person you want to connect to, but I haven't had any issues sending it to the wrong person. My big thing was I pay rent through Zell. That's a big check to send that the, especially the first time, like, am I sending it to the right person? Right, Did I get the email yeah, this right? This cannot be refunded. They tell you that. Yes. Yeah. Um, but the thing is though, um, when I, the first few times I did it, I couldn't actually send the entire rent check. I had to do it in two different payments because there was a limit. Now that's changed. I have a little higher limit, but, um, yeah, I don't remember so that when, helped a little bit. I don't remember what the limit is for me. I think, I think mine, mine just jumped cause I've been using it more, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're way off topic. Uh, we should. We should uh, probably yeah, close this finish. show out since seeing as I wasn't here last week, uh, I'll go ahead and read the show oh, out. Yeah. This is, uh, this has been, um, payment processing talk with Dave and Matt. Um, we, we, we try to do this show every week and put it up every Wednesday. You can find our other shows at ecoplexmedia.com. And if you're interested in supporting this project, there's a bunch of different ways to do it. Just go to ecoplexmedia.com and click the support tab and find us on Twitch. It's uh, twitch.tv slash ecoplexmedia. The content is not like this, but uh, I don't know. Maybe you'll like me and you'll like the content. Have a great tech week. If you like what we're doing at Ecoplex and aren't into Twitch, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash ecoplex. For $5, you can get every show from beginning to end sent to you as an MP3. Even the stuff we bleep out because it's too spicy for Twitch. Ecoplex would not be where we are today if it wasn't for the community support we receive. Find out all the ways you can support the show at ecoplexmedia.com support.